Welcome to Subtle Beast, everybody. I am your host, Foltz. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Steve Apostolopoulos. What's going on, buddy? Foltz, what's happening, man? How are you? I'm doing excellent. Doing excellent. Uh, it was just recently my birthday, which was which was a lot of fun. Happy belated birthday, my friend. Thank you. So, uh, I have to say, it was a great day. Spent, spent a lot of time with the family, and uh, my cowboys pulled off a win. Against Over. my Eagles. Yes, but anybody that follows NFL football knows that. Those, they split. They, oh, they Those two teams go at it. I mean, we got to play them again. Who knows? It could be completely the other way. You so. got to come to our house. That's right, and we don't like the cold. So, But uh, other than that, uh, we're still within the, uh, the Halloween season. Hopefully you uh, listened to our last release, uh, The Other Side. Um, we're going to be sticking with that theme tonight, uh, with the whole, um, you know, the creepiness of Halloween. So as you could tell by the, uh, the title of our show tonight, we're going to be doing, uh, talking about cryptids and, uh, and some other, uh, mythical creatures. Steve, should we get right into it? Let's do it. All righty. While it hasn't happened yet, at least one politician in the Pacific Northwest state of Washington, an alleged hotbed of Bigfoot sightings, is, push, is pushing for Sasquatch to be named the official state cryptid, making it the first to carry the title in the U.S. Jealous. New Jersey. Shouldn't the Jersey Devil be the first? Michigan. How about the Dogman? West Virginia. Isn't Mothman more worthy of this honor? How about the rest of you? New Hampshire. Why not replace the tired old slogan with live free with a wood devil? Do you even know <laughs> what your state's most popular cryptid is? Well, now there's help. A map of the U.S. lists the most famous cryptids and mythical creatures in each state. And they also include illustrations to help seekers and, and public relations people identify them for possible official state honors. Now, the American Bestiary Map and Project was commissioned by the CashNet USA and is well-researched and fair, eliminating clear hoaxes and awarding multi-state cryptids, Bigfoot, for instance, to the state with the most references, the information on each creature. While some are well-known, even outside the paranormal world, the map is giving others some, some much diverse attention. For example... According to a legend, there's a fairly straightforward explanation for Sinkhole Sam, Kansas's aquatic answer to the Exogorth from Star Wars. Everybody remember that from the from the pit, the Psylocke pit? Oh yeah. You know, or or they were referring to in um, Empire Strikes Back when the Millennium Falcon was hiding in that cave and flew into that big worm. Maybe that's what maybe that's what they're referring to. The Exogorth. But um, it's just a fupal gurkle. What, what is that? Locals have speculated that the eel-like creature had been living in a prehistoric underground cavern that had filled with water from a sinkhole. This flooding allowed the creature to finally escape. Fishermen reported seeing something that was 15 feet in length and as round as an automobile tire. That's pretty lengthy. Yeah, it is. 
Now, despite having far more terrifying features than any self-respecting monster actually needs, the Snallygaster remains popular three centuries after it was first spotted. It even has a guest role in Harry Potter universe. Early settlers told tales of demonic, bird-like creatures with metallic beaks and teeth. In 1909, locals reported seeing a bird-like monster with enormous wings and a long pointed bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead. That thing sounds creepy. It's nasty. What happened to Sam Harris? Sightings of a previously unseen pig man shortly after a teenager's disappearance on Halloween of 1951 conjured just two alternatives. Either young Harris transformed into a pig man or a pre-existing pig man ate him. Whatever happened to Sam, years after his disappearance, some high school students reported a monster emerging from the woods. It walked like a man, but was covered in white fur, and it had a pig's face. I think it's my favorite. That's 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 a pretty good one. Uh, Steve, you want to you carry on? The carrot-headed aliens who visited a pair of night fishermen on the Pascaluga River... Is that how you say it? Yep, Pascagoula. Pascagoula River in a glowing egg-shaped spaceship may just have been symptoms of the witnesses' hunger, or they might have been robots. Either way, they have not returned, having apparently been satisfied by the experiments they conducted on the two perfectly sober men. The fishermen claimed they heard a zipping sound and saw a glowing object hovering above the ground. Then three robot-like aliens that were just over five feet tall exited the craft. It was in Mississippi. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to um, get some more information on that because you can't just say three aliens came out, but they were robots. I'd be like, you're gonna. How did I, I would just like to know. Well, how did you know that they did they display robotic features and and they did experiments on them, right? Yeah. Who knows. Oh, well. Now, fantastic cryptids and where to find them. Vacations come in many shapes and forms. Among the more unusual is growing trend for cryptotourism, which the International Cryptozoology Museum estimates, estimates that it generates $140 million annually in the U.S. alone. What I hear you asking is cryptotourism when it's at home or on vacation. Simply, it's people dedicating their vacations to search for cryptids, creatures whose existence is yet to be proved by science. And it's surprisingly a popular strand of holiday industry, with some big hitters becoming integral to a country's tourism income. Scotland, for example, rakes in around $60 million a year just from the Loch Ness Monster tourism. Jeez. Wow. That's some real dough. That Yeah, that's some big-time cash. Now... Internet, uh, interested to find out which cryptids are the most sought after? Holiday Pirates teamed up with the International Cryptozoology Museum to uncover 10 of the world's most elusive and where to find them. It revealed lesser-known beasts like the Mokale Membe of the Congo Basin and the Ahul of the Java alongside more famous names like the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, and Yeti. So if you're looking for something to do a little different on your next vacation, here are 10 destinations you might not have considered before. But me and Steve have. We've looked at some of these places, and uh, yeah, we're kind of interested. Yeah, there's some amazing stuff coming up. I mean, Subtle Beast 
just may be on the scene. Steve, carry on. The bat-like Ahul roams the jungles of Java. Ahul from Indonesia. So the Ahul is a winged cryptid thought by some to be a giant bat and by others to be a flying primate. First reported by Dr. Ernest Bartles in 1925, it's been sighted in Java and across Indonesia, Vietnam, and the Philippines. A close cryptid relative, the Orang Bati, is also believed to inhibit Saram in Indonesia. Big old bat. Yeah, man, that would, that would terrify me. Flying primate. Takes you back to the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It reminds me of that Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Go ahead, bud. So, the British big cats from the UK. The UK has long been home to rumors of free-roaming big cats prowling on the moors and wild places across its southwest. Some have entered folklore, such as the Beast of Examor or the Beast of Bodmin, which became famous in the late 1970s when sightings and claims of the slaughtered livestock drew cryptid hunters in droves. Wow. That, I mean, that sounds a lot like um, when people are reporting seeing UFOs and then the next day their, their, their cows are slaughtered with surgical precision done that couldn't have been done. Anyway, the blood completely drained from the corpses with no footprints, no blood trails. I mean... And the masses that surround that type of behavior. Right. So, I mean, an alien definitely falls into cryptid category. For sure. So, Bigfoot, also known as the Sasquatch. Bigfoot is a nine-foot-tall, muscular, hairy, ape-like hominid that roams the woodlands of America's Pacific Northwest. Sightings have inevitably spread across all of North America, but there are few whose legends has exploited more at the hands of hoaxers and Hollywood. And if you want to know more about Bigfoot, Subtle Beast has done an entire episode on it, right down to including what you should and should not do if you, if you encounter a Bigfoot, which is the most crucial part of the podcast. Make sure you listen to it closely. Now, I'm going to head south a little bit. The Chupacabra literally translate as goat sucker, named for their penchant or attacking, drinking the blood of livestock across Central and South America, and in particular, Puerto Rico, described as a heavy creature around the size of a small bear. It bears a row of spines along its back, from neck to tail. And it's amazingly fun to say chupacabra. Oh, chupacabra is is definitely fun to say. It's better than saying goat sucker. <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. Jersey Devil, Steve. The Jersey Devil, one of the most fantastical cryptids out there the jersey devil is a heady concoction of body parts from a range of creatures while there's no definitive description sightings describe a kangaroo-like body with a goat's head leathery bat-like wings horns clawed hands on a small arm cloven hooves and a forked tail quite the sight then Seen all across New Jersey, Pineland Forest, for more than 260 years, they're also famed for their blood-curdling scream. Now, that's a place that we could definitely make a trip to, New Jersey Pinelands, see what we can find, see what we can hear. I mean, that can't be more than a three-hour drive for us, I would think. 
Do a little Jersey Devil hunting? Yeah, why not? I'm into that. I mean, anything that has a kangaroo-like body with a goat's head with leathery bat-like wings, horns, clawed hands on a small arms, cloven hooves, and a forked tail, I got my eyes have got to lay upon that if, if I can take it. Just the clawed hands on the small arm would be... Awesome. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of like like the dark crystal. Like Gelfling? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Oh, this is a popular one. Keep us going. Loch Ness Monster in Scotland. The world's most famous cryptid lives in Scotland's Loch Ness, the country's largest lake by volume. Its famously deep waters have helped Nessie avoid capture since first rose to fame in 1933 when Hugh Gray's infamous photo caught the attention of the world. But that hasn't stopped thousands of people from visiting the lake every year, hoping to spot that long neck break through the chilly waters. Because the thing about the Loch Ness Monster is that either A, it can live to be extremely old, or there's multiple male-female, and people are seeing descendants along the way. Cause, I mean, but again, a creature of that size, I mean... I don't. I don't know if I recall what was the life expectancy of a dinosaur. You know? well, yeah, there's. I mean, there is some big stuff. I've seen some YouTube videos of people pulling big old catfish out of like places that you wouldn't even think, like inlets where boats go, and you're allowed to fish, and you see this guy pulling like four foot catfish. It looks like it weighs about four hundred pounds out of it. Yeah, like so, they'll reach into the. It's called noodling. Sometimes they'll reach into I've the. I've seen those too. Man, I would never do that. Reaching and they're like, you'll know because it'll bite down on your hand. I'd be like, no, I won't. <laughs> I'm not reaching in there. But I could imagine that in a, in a Scottish lake down at the bottom, if it was a really deep lake, there could be some really big stuff. Absolutely, ninety percent of our oceans are unexplored. I mean, and the depths of them go down to what, like thirty, forty thousand feet. There's probably things down there we can't even comprehend. I think we were talking about it on past podcast. There's some probably some really big stuff down there yeah. that we we don't know anything about, especially whales. Yeah, whales. Well, whales are humongous. Yeah, well, and then you think about dolphins too, where they have where their brain is basically forty times bigger than ours. I mean, I believe that dolphins are basically just us that took a different form of uh you know evolution right they're conscious beings they just live in the water you know they they don't need fingers because they don't need to type on anything they don't (laughs) everything's provided for them i mean when was the last time you heard someone was attacked by a dolphin or anyone caught a dolphin i mean they're that smart unless they're in a big net i i was at hershey park this summer and we went to the dolphin show and they didn't have dolphins they no longer have dolphins in the Hershey Park show. They only had sea lions. They, they considered it inhumane to have dolphins caged up like that. I mean, I tend to agree. Um, I always thought that they were brought to those places because they were injured in some way. Like rescue dolphins. Yeah, and that they were, they were unable to return to. But if they're healthy, they don't want to be in a pool. They want to be in the biggest pool they possibly can and find the warmest water they possibly can. They did. I mean, if you looked at them when they gave the treats, like after they did tricks, they did feed them so much, though. Yeah, I mean, they weren't living bad lives as far as uh, food consumption. No, but they were stuck in a small space. Right. Well, I think we got a little off tangent there, but (laughs) that's all right. 
uh, we'll jump right back in with the Mingwa of Tanzania. As hard to pronounce as it is elusive, the Mingwa is a ferocious, nocturnal cat the size of a donkey, but with stripes like a tabby, with the name that translates literally to the strange one. The Mingwa was first documented in early 1900s and is even discussed in the respected British scientific journal Discovery after several Tanzanian natives were allegedly attacked by them. Well, that's crazy. Documented information, right? A group of people. But I think it would be very possible to have a Mingwa. It's just a big a big cat. It's big the old, size of a donkey. Big old tabby cat. No, it looks like a tabby. It has stripes, but it's the size of a donkey. You don't want that cat crawling up on your lap. I've seen some really pictures of really big lions, and they look like this. I'm not maybe not a donkey, but there is some really big cats out there. So this this is not that big of a stretch, is what I'm saying. Okay. No, we'll give it to you. Uh, we're not going. We're not going Mingwa hunting anyway in <laughs> Tanzania. <laughs> well, not this year. <laughs> oh, this this one. Okay, everybody, bear with my uh, pronunciation of the Mokale. Mbembe from the Congo Basin. Another tough one to pronounce, of course, but it may be easier to refer to the Mokale Mbembe by its name meaning instead, the one who stops the flow of rivers. Descriptions claim them to be giant, water-dwelling sauropods, sometimes living creatures, sometimes spirits, that roam in the deep Congo River Basin. From the early 20th century, these descriptions sounded more and more like those of dinosaurs and perhaps reflected the global fascination with them at the time. Very interesting. Mukule Mbembe. Exactly. I like that one. Heck yeah. Sounds like a basketball player's name, actually. Yeah, it sounds like Matumbo. Yeah. So... We're going to take a trip to China and the Yeren, known by many names, the Yeren of Chinese wildmen, is a reddish, semi-bipedal creature claimed to reside in the remote forest mountains of the western Hubei in China. Over recent decades, there have been hundreds of claimed sightings of these bear-like men by everyone from rural locals to government officials. Mm. I mean, your, 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 your um, testimony, I mean, how much more accurate does have to be when you get government officials involved the government's in on it it is well how about yeti steve the yeti from nepal the ubiquitous yeti rock ape or abominable snowman has long strolled the plateaus and forests of mighty himalayans across nepal india china bhutan tibet and mongolia long part of asian folklore the Yeti first gained notoriety in Western culture during the 19th century when explorers started finding tracks that resembled something between a large wolf and a barefoot man. Contrary to popular belief, the Yeti is apparently not white. Not that there's any photographic evidence to prove it. Well. Not yet. Well, not not that anybody believes anyway. Because, I mean, you... Tons of pictures out there. I've watched a couple really good documentaries on Bigfoot. Convincing. Could they be fake? Of course. But, I mean, it's really good. But that, but it just goes with, with any type of social media that you go on to. If anybody posts a picture of, like, a craft in the sky. Every, it could be the realest thing in the world, but nobody knows. So, everyone immediately calls it fake. Right. Everybody's looking to poke holes in everything. All right. It's like debunk immediately. It's just like, where's everybody's faith? 
<laughs> you know, where's the faith? We need faith. We don't need everybody being so negative. Why don't you just I'll be like, ah, all right, just keep scrolling. <laughs> just keep scrolling. That's my philosophy. All right. Now we have, uh, which I'm going to let Steve start off for us, a nice list here. Now, it, it it's 50 cryptids. We might repeat a couple that we uh, had already mentioned, maybe not, but uh, the descriptions are, are really brief, so you don't have to worry when you hear the word 50, but uh, a lot of these, I would, uh, I'm going to have to guess that a lot of you probably haven't heard of before, because a lot of them were new to us, yes? Uh, yeah, there was a ton of them when I was reading through here that I had never heard of before. Well, let's shed the light. So, cryptids are yet to be discovered animals or recovered supposedly extinct zoological species that are being sought by cryptozoologists, regular zoologists, anthropologists, and other researchers through fieldwork in the wild, re-examinations of specimens in zoological collections, and searches of archival materials. So here's Subtle Beast's list of the top 50 cryptids actively being investigated and pursued. We've talked about this one, the Ahul. The giant unknown bats are reported to reside in a region of western Java. Plus, similar reports under different names from Vietnam and the Philippines, possibly known as the Orang Bati in Saram, Indonesia. These look like they're in alphabetical order. The Almas, a huge, hairy, Neanderthaloid or a Homo erectus-like humanoid sighted in various parts of Eurasia. The Apagui. The Apagui are little human-like, hairy bipeds reportedly consistent, reported consistently from the forests of eastern Africa. Interesting. I, I hadn't heard of them before. Now, there's a couple human ones that are like little humans that I think are fascinating in this in this list. Yeah. The Andean wolf. These unrecognized mountain dogs are seen in South America, which I wouldn't think you'd see a lot of wolves down there. There's a lot of mountain ranges. I mean, the Andes Mountains are down there, though. That's a, lot of, a lot of wolves. The Arabar. These unconfirmed flying snakes are located in the Arabian Sea region. The Barmanu, reportedly strong, muscular, and hairy humanoids reported from the Sushiku Valley in Pakistan. Sounds like a 800-pound silverback. It does sound <laughs> exactly like that. Oh, man, you wouldn't stand a chance. No. Uh, yeah, little strong muscular <laughs> humanoid, just diesel, just <laughs> coming at you. The beast of Bodmin or the Bodmin Moor, locally named mystery creatures or felids, found in the United Kingdom. And felids is just another way of saying feline or cat-like. I didn't know that. Yeah, Bergman's bear. Possibly an unknown species of giant bear once roamed Eastern Asia and still may. Okay, I've never heard of the Bergman's bear. Billy ape. These giant chimpanzees appear to live in the remote East Africa, where much evidence points to their existence, including photos, footprints, and ground nests. If they got all that, they should probably make that one for real. They should. And then... 
But then you got in New Guinea, the birds of paradise. There's six different species and surrounding islands and distinctive long-tailed blackbird of paradise from good enough islands are an interest to cryptozoology. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. Black panthers and manned mystery cats, sightings of large black panthers and seemingly African lions with manes in the Midwest United States have law enforcement officials on alert. Wow. Black Panthers. I, I, I had heard that, that the, there had been some sightings and seemingly African lion size. Those must be, they're probably mountain lions, but if they're sporting a mane. I mean. Yeah. If they're black, they're probably <clears throat> like a real dark, like still spotted, but you can't really tell like a, like a Nittany lion or like a Pennsylvania mountain lion. When you see like a mountain lion, how it's like got that darkness from yeah the the woods being out in the woods well i would have to <clears throat> uh, it makes me think that you uh, i wonder well if it's any species that is already light in color maybe like like a uh, like a lion maybe when um they are what do you call it, when when something's all white when albino yeah an albino maybe albino for this species turns all black oh that makes sense so i don't know but uh, they also have blue mountain panthers. These unknown cats reportedly live in the blue mountains of east off the east coast of Australia in the state of New South Wales. Now you think blue mountain panthers is some. They also have blue tigers. These mystery felids are spotted in the Fujian province, China, and are also filed under the name black tiger. The bobo is a sea monster of the North Pacific Ocean frequently reported of Monterey Bay since the 1940s and have been given this local name. Buffalo lion. East African maneless lions are said to be man-eaters and may reflect some new genetic alignments to king cheetah discoveries among cheetahs. Buru, the 15-foot-long bluish-black giant lizards, were seen often in the swamps, lakes and foothills of the himalayas up through the 1940s although they may be extinct now but no one knows for certain it reminds me of the gila monster yeah the caddy these unknown sea serpents living off the coast of british columbia are popular figure in the canadian cryptozoology or you can have a champ or a chomp a giant prehistoric looking creature that lurk in lake champlain a 109-mile lake that borders New York, Vermont, and Ontario. Steve, since you like saying this so much, I'm going to let you continue for a bit. A chupacabre, also known as goat suckers. These bizarre Caribbean and South American cryptids are five-feet-tall biped creatures with short gray hair that have spiked hair and reported drain the blood through throat punctures of livestock they kill. Chupacabra. They sound nice. The Ibu Gogo, three foot tall, hairy little people with pot bellies and long arms sighted off the island of Flores in Indonesia. Tiny females are also said to have long pendulous breasts. That's interesting. Like, I wonder if it's like uh, Indonesian's version of a leprechaun. Oh, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Who knows? I mean... And I always say to my kids when they ask me, well, do you think that that's possible? And I say, well, it depends. If you believe that there is uh, infinite universes and infinite possibilities, well, then the answer is yes. I'm with you, man. 
So here we go. The giant anaconda. Reports have been made of a hundred foot long snakes in the Rio Negra of the Amazon River Basin. And a giant octopus. The blue holes of Bimini offer many sightings of these unknown, huge, many tentacled animals. Makes me think of the OA. Oh, yeah. That Anybody out there crazy. see the OA and Giant Octopus, you know what we're talking about. Great series. The Giant Sloth. Weighing up to three tons, these supposedly extinct animals have been reported in South America in contemporary times. Globsters. Strange-looking giant creatures, also known as blobs, wash up on the beaches of the world, get the media and scientists excited, and sometimes turn to be unknowns. Interesting. Globsters. Sounds like lobster. It does. Honey Island Swamp Monster. Reportedly, these swamp thing monsters are seen in the Louisiana swamps. The Jersey Devil. This recognizable name hides these creatures that have been haunting the New Jersey Pineland Forest for over 260 years. The Kangamato. The natives of the Jindu region of northern Rhodesia, now Zimbabwe, have first-hand encounters with these strange, flying, bat-like creatures. The Lake Storsen Monster. The Lake Selhord in the Telemark region of Norway has its own lake monsters swimming the waters here for centuries. Lao are certain African lakes the home to 40 feet long unknown catfishes or lungfish. That's weird. And of course, the infamous uh, Loch Ness Monster. Nessie is the most famous Loch Ness Monster in the world. They are said to inhabit this loch and extremely deep Scottish lake. The McFarland's Bear. The carcass is, is at the Smithsonian, believed to be a possible hybrid between a grizzly and a polar bear or an unknown species. I gotta see this thing. Yeah, if it's at the Smithsonian, we got to check it out. Big bear. Yeah. Now, here's one we had mentioned briefly, the Mingwa. The Mingwa are cats described as being as large as donkeys with marks like a tabby and living in Africa, <clears throat> but not known as a species. The Mokele, <coughs> the Mokele Mbembe. For over 200 years, there have been reports of living sauropods, dinosaur-like, in the remote Congo area of Africa. They may be confused with the accounts of other local cryptids, aquatic rhinos. I like that, aquatic rhinos. Yeah, I would think an aquatic rhino would be like a hippopotamus. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> this next one sounds like it would be a, a great name for a band. The Mongolian death worm. <laughs> <coughs> Locals in the Gobi Desert of Mongolia talk of these giant snakes, worms, or long thin lizards as killing livestock and people with their breath. Mm, must, man, that must be some stank morning breath. The Mothman. Go for it, brother. The local name for giant owls, which has been sighted over a hundred years in West Virginia, Ohio area, and elsewhere in North America. Very cool. We did a full episode on the Mothman. Highly suggest checking it out. That Mothman episode was fantastic. We we had a we had a few people write into us saying that that show gave them the chills and the willies. Yeah, if you haven't heard the Mothman episode, please listen to that. Put that put that on your priority list. And then if you haven't listened to um, Parallel Universes, that one will rank up there too with you to get the uh, give you a little chicken skin going. I agree. Go for it. The Ogopogo. 
This is Canada's most famous type of water monster. Inhabitants of Lake Okanago, Okanagan in the south-central interior of British Columbia. Way to sound it out. I like that. We'll talk about that one later. Yes, we will. The Orang Pendic. These reportedly small biped apes, also called Sedepa, live in the jungles of Sumatra and Borneo. The Peruvian Mystery Jaguar. Unknown large cats with white background covered in solid irregular spots are seen in the rainforests of Peru. There's a lot of, a lot of cats. There is. But hey, who knows? Maybe some planet somewhere, it's all cats who are walking upright. Do this next one. What, oh, what the, uh, the skunk ape? Yeah. Also known by the label, the Maaka ape and other local names, <clears throat> booger or swamp ape. These chimpanzee or orangutan-like primates have been sighted throughout central and south Florida. <clears throat> Another good name for a band, stellar sea cow. <laughs> a once thought exist extinct species these totally marine animals looking like huge wrinkled manatees and are still being seen by russian fishermen tasmanian tiger though thought extinct these wolf-like marsupials are still sighted on a regular basis in western australia and perhaps new guinea too so wolf-like marsupials that makes me think of like what was that other one the uh that had like a kangaroo body. Was that that wasn't the Mingwa because they're cat like? But it had the kangaroo. It was the one with the little arms. Was that the the Mokele Mabembe? Let me see. Steve's looking back. Oh, I mean, it's not that important, but yeah, they, but they sound a lot alike. But I mean, there's a lot of cats and there's a lot of marsupials, which is pouches, you know. Right. So, you ever hear of a tassel worm? No. Well, they're a classic small log-shaped reptilian cryptid from the European Alps and enigmatic animals that have been gone extinct in historical times. Thunderbird. Large condor-like bird, perhaps teratorns, roam the skies of North America along regular migration routes. The, the Tusuchinoko... <laughs> <laughs> unknown species probably because nobody could pronounce it of a snake sighted in the upper elevations of korea and japan wow uku the south american bigfoot they live mainly in the andean foothills the waitareki these strange unknown otter-like beasts are seen in new zealand and as yet undiscovered oh man that'd be crazy like an otter-like beast otters are nasty and they're little like if they had a big otter that would be crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like, have you seen, I almost said chupacabra, but they're not called chupacabras. They're called, um, they're like really big hamsters. You never see them. They're, oh, my gosh. I can't believe. Uh, that. Prairie dog? No, no, no. I mean, they're big. They're they're almost like the size of like white-tailed deer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're, uh, oh, I can't believe that the name is eluding me, but oh, well. If it comes to me, I'm just going to shout it out. The way to recce. These strange, unknown otter like. Oh, that's the one we just did. The what? Yep, the way to recce. Yeah. The Zingzing. This is a specific regional name from southern China for small, unknown apes. These Chinese wild men are reddish, semi bipedal, and often encountered by local government officials along rural rods, the Yaren. Now, the Yeti, unknown rock apes 
are creatures reported as crossing the Himalayan plateaus and the capybara. It's called a capybara. Ah, <laughs> nice. Man, way to pull that out. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, yeah, the Yeti, the unknown rock apes and creatures reported as crossing the Himalayan plateaus and living in the valley forest. There is not just one abominable snowman, and they are not white. The Yowie. These tall, hairy, unknown hominids are sighted throughout several remote areas of Australia. So that's our list of 50 that um, we hadn't heard of before. I mean, you got your lists of uh, your Loch Ness Monster. You got your Bigfoot. You got Steve's Chupacabra. Where, where did you hear the Capybara at? The Capybara? Yeah. I, I saw like a, uh, like a documentary on one. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, and like this uh, python was like consuming like swallowing the whole capybara and they're like he's not gonna be able to move for over a month <laughs> oh my god yeah man they're big so you want a good laugh you want to see a really big hamster look up one of those capybaras i'm going to steve now we've come across the list that uh may or may not exist why don't you uh give it a whirl yes yeah, so these so cryptozoology is the study of creatures whose existence has yet to be or else cannot be entirely proven or disproven by science. These creatures, known collectively as cryptids, include examples like the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, and the Himalayan Yeti. Yet these famous cases are by no means the only ones on record. In fact, practically every country and corner of the globe has its own legendary monster or mystery creature that supposedly dwells there, from giant bats in Java to enormous water hounds in Ireland. Water hound sounds scary. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to run into a water hound. Me neither. So we've we've spoken about the ahul. Mm-hmm. The ahuls are enormous carnivorous bats that are said to inhabit the rainforest of Java in Indonesia. Believed to have a wingspan in excess of 10 feet, making them roughly the same size as a condor. Ahuls are said to be covered in a thick brown or black fur, and they're like fruit bats. But unlike bats, they have long, powerful legs and claws that are supposedly capable of pouncing on and snatching up live prey, including humans. Could you imagine being in the towns of this thing as it's flying away? You'd be like, what the heck just happened? It would well, you'd, it'd almost be a catch-22 because you wouldn't want to try and wiggle out of its claws because you're falling to your death. You, know, you also don't want to be taken to its nest that's up at the top of Mount Everest or and something. Ripped apart by its children. And all that. Sightings of a holes are often dismissed simply as mistaken glimpses of owls, eagles, or other large birds of prey that inhabit the same rainforest. But some sources claim the creatures do indeed exist and may even be an isolated and is yet undiscovered species descended from the Petrosaurus. Interesting. Yeah. Now here's one. The Akakorakamui. The native Anui people of Japan have long believed that Volcano Bay off the southeast of Hokkaido is home to an enormous octopus called the Akaroko Mui. Numerous sightings of the creature have been made over the years. British missionary named John Batchelor 
who was working on the Hokkaido in the early 1900s, recorded one such sighting in his book, The The Anua and Their Folklore, writing, A great sea monster with large staring eyes had attacked three local fishermen and their boat. The monster was round in shape and emitted a dark fluid and a nauseous odor. The three men fled in dismay, not so much indeed for fear, but on the account of the dreadful smell. However... That may have been that they were so scared. I'm sorry. However, that may have been. They were so scared the next morning that all three refused to get up and eat. They were lying in their beds, pale and trembling to one another. Hmm. How about that? That's a good one. Yeah. The Altamaha. The Altamaha is a 20 to 30 foot long river monster with large flippers and a seal-like snout that is said to inhabit the mouth of the Altamaha River near Darien, Georgia. Although numerous accounts of sightings of the Altamaha have apparently been made over the years, the fact that Darien was founded as New Iverness by a band of Scottish Highlanders in 1736 seems to suggest that the legend is probably... Nothing more than the descendants of the Scots settlers' tales of the Loch Ness monster. With a name like the Altamaha, for it to only have been seen by, or what was it saying, that new universe by a band of Highlanders in 1736. But for this to be in Darien, Georgia, within the United States, this had to have been named by the Native Americans. Probably yeah. before that, right. You know, because a name like that is not coming out of <laughs> Darien, Georgia. <laughs> so, well, we got the uh, the Dabharchu. The Dabharchu, or waterhound, is a legendary otter-like animal that supposedly lives in the isolated fresh water lofts and rivers and island, usually described as half-dog, half-fish hybrid, with long snaking body covered in thick fur. The Dabharchu is large and heavyset, but can move very fast both in the water and on land, even, according to one story, being able to keep up with a galloping horse. Sightings of the creature date back several centuries in Ireland, and there are at least two gravel stones, including one in the county of Leitrim, dating back as far as 1722, of people who were reportedly attacked and killed by the Dabharchu. That's crazy, because... Our whole like uh, our whole terminology as far as um, how strong your car could be if these dub hard shoes can keep up with a galloping horse. How's that new Mustang? It's got two hundred dub char <laughs> <laughs> power under there. You know. Yeah. So take us away, buddy. Have fun with this one. The Amila Tuka. A number of native Central African tribes believe the swamps of the Congo Basin to be inhabited by an enormous semi-aquatic creature known as the Amila Tuka, similar to but larger than a hippopotamus and armed with a single long bony tusk or horn in the center of its forehead. The Amila Tuka is apparently herbivorous, but like a hippo, has a reputation for being dangerous when confronted or when disturbed, and has even been known to turn on and kill creatures even larger than itself. Its name actually means elephant killer. That thing sounds crazy. I don't know if you recall the um, the creature at the end of the um, 
Conan the Destroyer. It, it almost sounds exactly like that. If anybody knows of that movie, um, it was real like long. It was, it, it was well, I mean, 10 times the size of a hippopotamus, but it had the single horn, long bony tusk, its forehead, just like that. And crazy, man. And it would definitely be an elephant killer. Yeah. You don't see a lot of, uh, animals around that have that bony tusk coming out of the middle of their head. No, I mean, unicorns. So if you saw that, now it would be crazy it would but what about a Felico Terrace the waters off the coast of Cape Greco National Park in Cyprus are supposedly home to a sea monster known locally as Tophilico Terrace or the friendly monster as its name suggests the monster has apparently never attacked humans it has nevertheless gained a reputation for destroying fishermen's nets and upturning smaller boats Stories of the Philocoteris are probably inspired by the Greek legend of Scylla, a huge sea monster that attacks Odyssey's boat in the Odyssey. But in truth, sightings of the creature are probably nothing more than a mistaking sightings of squids or octopus. Huh. But still. Yeah, I don't know, man. It could be there. It, yeah, it could. Um because I just want to, the Philocotera, a friendly monster, but as name suggests, apparently never attacked humans, but it nevertheless gained the reputation for destroying fishermen's nets. Yeah, so that was making me think that, yeah, maybe they don't attack humans, but they're like, hey, you can't take our people too. It's a friendly, it's a friendly Greek monster. That's why. It's a, Of course. It's over there in the Mediterranean Sea. Everything's warm and nice. We got, got Italian monsters that are nice too. <laughs> don't, don't get so... All right. Steve, the Groot Slang? The Groot Slang, or Great Snake, is a legendary monster said to dwell in the caves of the Richtersfeld, a mountainous desert region in northwestern South Africa. In local mythology, Groot Slangs were primordial creatures comprised of the head and front of an elephant and the back and tail of an enormous serpent. That's got to be one heck of a sight. That's got to be. Like, I'm just trying to visualize that right now. I wouldn't mess with <laughs> That's it. That's immense. When the earth was created, the Groot Slangs were all apparently destroyed, but according to legend, some survived and retreated to the deepest caves of the northern Cape province. Tales of the enormous tusked snakes probably inspired by real-life sightings of enormous pythons that live in that same area. Maybe the enormous python was eating something that had tusks sticking out, and people just mistook it for that. I'd like to see what a python could eat with tusks, though. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot out there with tusks that I think a python's going to sneak up on. No, no, I don't think so. So that's South African folklore and the mysterious disappearance of a British diamond magnet named Peter Grayson in the Richtersfeld Caves in 1917 is sometimes blamed on a Groot slang. Groot slang. Like, I wonder how it got that name. Like, like I wonder if it was back. Like, like it's, it's existed for so long. Like, the only thing they communicate with, like, like Groot. And, like, they had, like, <laughs> they had, like, what do you call those things? Like, uh, you put a rock in between. A sling? A slingshot, yeah. yeah. Like, Groot slangs. Like, <laughs> like, the name, like, they, like, instead of humans, they refer to themselves as Groots. Groots slangs. Oh, my gosh. So stupid. The New Jersey Devil is a cryptid said to live in the Pine Barren regions of New Jersey. According to the legend, the creature was the unwanted 13th son of one of the state's earliest settlers, 
mother Leeds, who offered her son to the devil on his birth in 1735 because she and her husband couldn't afford to raise another child. Ever since then, hundreds of reported sightings of a grotesque, two-legged, hooved monster with a sheep-like head and large scaly wings have been reported in the Pine Barrens, including one famous incident in the winter of 1909 when a long trail of hooved footprints crossing under fences and over walls and rooftops mysteriously appeared in the snow one night. Would you really go? I'd go, man. I don't... I mean... And sleep out in those woods in the dark? I mean, I'm pretty heavily armed if I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like Blair Witch, though? I mean, I'm not going by myself or nothing. <laughs> Let's make this pretty clear. You're coming. If I'm going, you're going. If I'm coming, I'm bringing my wife, too. <laughs> all right. Deal. We'll all die together. <laughs> <laughs> the Mapinguare. The Mapinguare is a large ape-like creature said to inhabit the rainforests straddling the border between Brazil and Bolivia. Oh, my favorite. According to local folklore, the Mapinguare stands around eight feet tall and has a tough and apparently bulletproof covering of scales on its back, thick red fur on its head and belly, long curved claws, and, if all the stories are to be believed, a second mouth in the center of its stomach. When approached by humans, the Mapinguare is said to rear up on its hind legs like a bear and can supposedly produce a foul-smelling scent to ward off potential hunters. As recently as 2007, a sighting was reported to the New York Times. That's crazy. I wonder if the foul stench that it gives off is from its second mouth. And its stomach. Yeah, because I mean, as soon as you eat something and and it's digested, I mean, that'd be enough to put anything on its backside. Yeah, that's disgusting. The Ogopogo. The Ogopogo is a vast water serpent said to reside in the Lake Okanagan in British Columbia. Sightings of the Ogopogo date back to early 1800s when the creature was originally known by the native name of Enhataka, meaning Lake Devil. The name Okopogo wasn't adopted until the 1920s, when it was lifted from the title of a popular English musical hall number called The Okopogo, The Funny Foxtrot. I'm going to now do a rendition of The Okopogo, The Funny Foxtrot. I'm looking for the Okapogo, the funny little Okapogo. His mother was an earwig, his father was a whale, and I'm going to put a little salt on his tail. Yeah, <laughs> Bolt! <laughs> I'm so happy that you did that. Oh, boy. That was fun. That was fun. Oh, yes. So, yeah, that's just a little song that they made up about the Okapogo, I guess, to uh, remember it by. It must have been so hideous because the... His mother was an earwig and his father was a whale. And that one's an old school, back from the 1920s. You gotta love it. The Olguai Korkwai. The infamous. The name Olguai Korkwai means large intestine worm in Mongolian, but this four foot long subterranean cryptid is more like a giant earthworm than a parasitic tapeworm. Also known less subtly. As the Mongolian death worm, the Okai Gokwai apparently lives beneath the sands of the southern Gobi Desert. 
only coming up to the surface in the warmer summer months or when the ground becomes too wet for it to survive. Sightings of the worms date back several centuries amongst the native Mongolians, many of whom claim the Ogwai Korkwai is a is able to spit venom or even acid from its mouth, while its body is apparently coated with such a toxic slime that anyone who happens to touch it will instantly be killed. Yeah, we're not going to go to the Gobi Desert or anything. Not, not searching for that thing. Nope, I don't it reminds like... Reminds me of Tremors. Yeah, man, and I don't I don't like that acidy spit. Uh, you just got to... You keep that acidy spit to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> The Momo, short for the Missouri Monster, is a mysterious ape-man similar to Bigfoot, which is said to inhabit the forest alongside the Mississippi River as it passes through Missouri. First reported in 1971, Momo is described as 7 to 8 feet tall with a broad pumpkin-shaped head and a supposedly covered head-to-foot thick dark fur, and its sound is like... <laughs> <laughs> According to some accounts, the creature is notoriously aggressive, and like the South American Mapungari, is able to produce a grotesque smell, even worse than a skunk's, in order to ward off would-be attackers. Shock! What? The folklore Uh. of the British Isles is littered with tales of mysterious black dogs that supposedly haunt rural towns and villages across the country. The Shuck... A huge black hound said to dwell in East Anglia on the far eastern coast of England is probably one of the most famous, having apparently attacked a church in a village of Bungay, Suffolk, during the thunderstorm of 1577. According to local records, while the villagers were sheltering from the storm in the huge church, a black dog burst through the church door, killing a man and his son and pulling down one of the pillars supporting the church steeple, which collapsed into the nave. As it fled the church, the shuck apparently left scorch marks in the wood of the church door that can still be seen to this day. That reminds me of uh, Ghostbusters with the Keymaster. Oh, yeah. And of those dog-like things, that's what it made me think because like, they came bashing through the door. That's right. They were like... <laughs> yeah, and they were chasing that guy down the street. Yeah. Rick Moranis. The Totsilverm. Totsilverms are lizard-like creatures that are supposed to inhabit the most isolated regions of the Alps, although accounts of their size and appearance vary. They are typically said to be around two to five feet in length, with a broad cat-like head and a wide, gaping mouth. Their four limbs are short and armed with long claws, but they have no hind legs, and instead their bodies taper into a, to a long snake-like tail. Numerous sightings of the creatures, which are known as Totzelwurms in Germany, Arasis in France, and Stalinworms in Switzerland. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Steve's over there laughing his butt off. I can't help. I love the accent, man. You, your pronunciation is always so great. The Bergenstutzens in Austria and the Basilascos in Italy have been made all over the Alps, including a recent spate of sightings reported in Italy's Giorno newspaper as recently as 2009. Oh, that was priceless. Tessie. This one's different, though. Tahoe Tessie Uh, is a lake monster said to live in the waters of Lake Tahoe in central California. 
Sightings of Tessie date back at least to the 19th century and usually describe a vast snake-like creature with a long neck and humped back that swims so fast it can even keep up with sailboats. Strangely, according to folklore, Tessie sightings are always more common in even-numbered years than in odd. Sort of like the Olympics, so we need to get Phelps to, r- to race Tessie. In Tahoe. <laughs> yeah, on Lake Tahoe. That'd be amazing. It'd be one heck of a party. My money's on Phelps. Yowie. Yowies are a species of Bigfoot-like apes said to inhabit the Australian outback, usually described as tall and stocky and covered head to foot in thick black, dark red fur. Most accounts of the Yowie sightings claim the creatures are shy and very easily spooked, although some tales claim that they can be confrontational and can produce blood-curdling scream when threatened. In the 19th century, sightings were remarkably common to the extent that in 1892, an Australian amateur adventurer and scholar named Herbert J. McCooey, who had supposedly spotted a Yowie near Batemans Bay in New South Wales several years earlier, wrote to the Australian Museum in Sydney, offering to capture one of the creatures for a fee of $3,000. He did not produce the picture yet. He, he hasn't gotten the 3000 it's only been 130 years, Steve. <laughs> Give them some time. So, well, that's our show on cryptids. Cryptids are cool this time of year, especially. They totally are. And we wanted to get out of the realm of your everyday cryptids that everybody's talking about. So, you know, we delved deep and uh, and found someone or found some cryptids that, well, even that you heard tonight that we could barely pronounce. Right, a bunch of them from other countries. Because uh, Subtle Beast does have fans in, 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 in so many different countries. The last count was, I think, 28 or 30 countries. So we we definitely want to be telling the tales of cryptids from, from other countries, um, from the, our supported listeners. The tots of them. <laughs> you like that one huh yeah it was really good man well i had a lot of fun with you steve tonight doing this podcast it's such a great topic and it's just a lot of fun to have like you said around this time of the year what could be better right right man this is fun well i agree well until next time i'm Foltz, and i'm steve and we'll see you next time take care of one another bye-bye